0: It is true the left is really trying to suppress competing ideas.
1: What do we do about it?
0: I'm glad that we have the freedom to speak out, to speak up, to be with you on the radio, to be with you on podcasts, to be with you on YouTube, to be with you on Facebook, and other social media outlets. I'm glad we have this opportunity, and by God's grace, we will shout out truth, and we'll talk about the real effort and attempt on the left to censor, to suppress, to remove competing ideas. We've got some clips, some quotes that will shock you, but we are not backing down. We are not backing up. We are not shutting down. We are not shutting up. We are speaking the truth in love as God gives us grace, as God gives us strength. 866-34-TRUTH, 866-348-7884 is the number to call. Before we get into this content— I want to play a clip for you. It's maybe about two minutes long and it's Melania Trump. And it is her farewell speech as she is about to leave the White House with her husband, Donald Trump, and make way for the new president and his wife, so Joe and Jill Biden. Listen to what she had to say and then I'll tell you why I'm playing the clip.
2: My fellow Americans, it has been the greatest honor of my life to serve as First Lady of the United States. As I say farewell to my role as First Lady. It is my sincere hope that every American will do their part to teach our children what it means to be best. I encourage parents to educate your children about the courageous and selfless heroes who worked and sacrificed to make this country the land of the free and to lead by example, and care for others in your community. The promise of this nation belongs to all of us. Do not lose sight of your integrity and values. Use every opportunity to show consideration for another person and build good habits into our daily lives. In all circumstances, I ask every American to be an ambassador of Be Best to focus on what unites us, to raise above what divides us, to always choose love over hatred, peace over violence, and others before yourself. Together, as one national family, we can continue to be the light of hope for future generations and carry on America's legacy of rising our nation to greater heights through our spirit of courage goodness, and faith. No words can express the depth of my gratitude for the privilege of having served as your First Lady. To all the people of this country, you will be in my heart forever. Thank you. God bless you. And God bless the United States of America.
0: As always, I appreciate it. Uh, appreciate and appreciated Melania Trump's tone and the way she has carried herself as first lady and oh some years ago a Christian leader urged President Trump to have Melania check his tweets before he sent them out yeah many of us husbands would do well to run things by our wives first especially in a case like this obviously it didn't happen but I I played that for two reasons one to appreciate the words that she said and two To say this is not a sham this is she did not do this as part of a larger deception to give the impression that they are moving out of the white house and and that there will be a new president and first lady as of tomorrow this is not part of some giant deception president trump does not have some ace in the hole that he's about to pull out or suddenly the whole military is going to turn and enforce martial law on the nation and The Trumps know this, but they just don't want to give a hint of what's coming. Please, please, for the sake of your own sanity, get over that. And please, tomorrow, when when Joe Biden is inaugurated, okay, we can't boast about tomorrow. We don't know that tomorrow will be here. We don't know that any of us will be alive. But assuming that we are alive when Joe Biden, not Donald Trump, is inaugurated tomorrow, please, please don't take refuge in more lies. You may be devastated. You may be shocked. You may think it's very bad for America. You may wonder what happened to your prayers, what happened to prophecy. That's all something to process. But please, don't fall into greater deception. Don't don't tell me that, that Donald Trump is actually running a shadow government from Florida. Please don't tell me that, all right? Because I'm already hearing the excuses. I'm already hearing the rationales. By all means, if you're convinced there was voter fraud, continue to pray. There are many fine people. I interact with them all the time. Fine thinking Christian conservatives that really believe the election was stolen. That's massive and and therefore should be something for ongoing prayer and, and to regain the confidence of the tens of millions of Americans who've lost confidence in our system. Let everything be exposed. Let the truth come to light, however staggering the revelation is in either direction. I'm, I'm all for that. 1,000%. Absolutely. That's why I suggested weeks ago that Joe Biden said, hey, let's have a massive investigation. Even if we delay the inauguration a little bit, let's do it. Because if he's sure he won fair and square, do it. Bring everything out to the light. I, I'm, I'm all for that. But please, we, we've got to wake up from the deception. We, we've got to wake up from the, the myth Donald Trump is going to do something tomorrow or what what Melania did her speech here was was not some fraud was not something she just did to give the impression that they're actually moving on when they're not so so please let reality set in I, I, I urge you let reality set in and I will have strong words For those who after the 20th continue to push their prophecies of Trump's re-election, continue to push their prophecies that he's still going to do something and that things are going to change in March or April or whatever and, and threaten those who don't believe them, I will have strong words to say about that. For everyone else, let's accept reality. Let's find out why we believed wrongly or why we thought wrongly or whatever, and let's move forward together. Okay, a couple other things that I want to talk about, the, the efforts on the left to suppress competing ideas. Now, if you want to weigh in, anything that I'm talking about having to do with the elections, prophecy, obviously, fair game, 866 truth 866 little over an hour from now, 4.15 Eastern Time, little over an hour from now, I will be back with you on our YouTube channel. So Ask KDR Brown, Ask Dr. Brown on YouTube during our weekly exclusive exclusive Q&A chat. So if you can't call in now, it's a great opportunity for you to post your questions, interact with me. So it'll be a little over an hour from now on our YouTube channel. But yesterday on our Facebook page, I wanted to honor Dr. King on Martin Luther King Day. I wanted folks to post their favorite quotes from Dr. King. But I knew that if I just did that, that people would say, well, what about, you know, sexual sin? And a lot of stuff came out in 2019 and what about this and what about that? So I, I didn't want the, the, the post to degenerate into that, which happened on Twitter. When I just posted a great quote from Dr. King on Twitter, people began to say, yeah, but what about this? But what about sexual sin and what about what came to light in 2019? I didn't want that to happen. So on Facebook, I said, even though we know he was a flawed man, okay, So I would get that out of the way that we still, because many in the Me Too movement said, well, we can't honor his his memory anymore. And I was saying, regardless of whatever weaknesses there were in his life, he was a champion. He was courageous. He was a hero. And therefore, we should honor him. So that was my intent. And I asked folks to post their favorite quote. Well, then people began to attack. (laughs) Why did you say he was a flawed man? And... You know, why, why you attacking him or someone you're trying to please your white supremacist friend. I mean, this crazy stuff. So yeah, I, was, I was trying to honor his memory and legacy and not allow the post to degenerate into an attack on the man, all right? And I, I ended up, just this morning, I decided, you know what, I'm going to delete the whole post because it ended up being a controversy about all the stuff that the whole goal... Was to honor the man and his legacy. I can just say we tried, okay. Pray for greater wisdom for me moving forward, to find even better ways to do things that will not degenerate into controversy. That being said, guys, let's let's have slide number five ready. That being said, it seems these days that social media has degenerated to such a level that it has just allowed everyone to express whatever's in their heart in the most unfiltered way rather than prayerfully thinking and filtering what am I saying and what's the impact it's going to have on others. Here, uh, uh, let's just put the slide up first, okay? Then I'll tell you what it was in response to. From a man named Xavier. Like the Dominion Computers and programmed or controlled manipulation and fraud, Dr. Brown, you have been exposed for who you really are, uh, who you really, uh, left out the word are, who you really are among the witnesses of saints. So look at this. Like the Dominion computers and programmed or controlled manipulation fraud, Dr. Brown, you've been exposed for who you really are among the witnesses of saints. Okay, so yeah, I, I get it. I mean, that's a mild attack for what I get uh, attacked with day and night. <laughs> but do you, do you know what that was in response to? Do you know what that comment was responding to on our social media, on, on Facebook? It was responding to the Lord's Prayer. Uh huh. What I've been trying to do the last few days and and hope to keep doing in the days and weeks ahead was just post a powerful passage of Scripture just so we could read that and think about that because we're so consumed with so many other things happening in the world around us. Let's just make sure, hey, here's—so the first one I posted, I believe, was Romans 12. Let's just read through all of that. Then I posted another passage, Revelation five. Let's just read through that and gaze on the lamb. And then I posted the Lord's prayer, the words of Jesus, just that, just without commentary from me. And that's the response I've been exposed as a fraud. So it's, it's a very toxic environment. We're in friends and I can just encourage you. If you're a follower of Jesus, weigh your words, weigh your words before you speak. Be careful. Be prayerful. Ask yourself, do I need to say this? Is it edifying? Is it helpful? And may God give each of us words of wisdom. May we speak the truth in love as those who are going to give account to God one day. We'll be right back.
1: Line of Fire with your host, Dr. Michael Brown. Get into the Line of Fire now by calling 866-34-TRUTH. Here again is Dr. Michael Brown. Thanks for joining us today on The Line of Fire. Yes,
0: yes, the left really has been trying to censor conservative viewpoints for years now. Many people are now aware of what we call cancel culture. And it is growing and becoming more and more extreme by the day. It's, it's not just a matter of trying to silence your ideas, but to silence you, to remove you. Not the way it's done, say, in China today, where they say someone was disappeared. They disappeared that person. In other words, here they are, famous, well-known, prominent, and next thing, they're gone. They're gone. They're just purged from the society and probably rotting in some prison somewhere or you know under stalin in russia you just you disappear you're gone it's, it's not like that in america today but rather there is the effort to purge you to remove you to cancel you so your views get removed and then you get discredited and you're out here i'll, I'll just give you an example obviously there's there's no name more controversial right now in america than the name donald trump all right but whatever you think about his presidency, for good or for bad, you have to step back and think, what in the world? So there's, there's a movie, famous movie many years ago, Home Alone, and there's this cameo appearance of Donald Trump in the, the midst of this. So people want that removed. Just You don't even have him appearing in a movie from years ago because he's responsible for the storming of the Capitol and therefore an evil man who's trying to plot insurrection, etc., So you even even that that's the extremity of the cancel culture. okay? so again, it's not a matter of let's have a discussion or I think your views are wrong or I think your views are dangerous. and, And then let's have a discussion about what speech is entitled under the First Amendment, which is not fine. Have all those discussions. No, no, no. It's you can't even have the discussion. All right. So forget Trump. I just use that as an example. You can't even have the discussion. Everything just must be removed, suppressed. So listen to this dialogue. This is a former security officer with Facebook, and he's on CNN with Brian Stelter. Uh, listen to what he has to say about other points of view, conservative news outlets, etc.
3: It's really hard because what's happening is people are able to seek out the information that makes them feel good. Mm-hmm. That is what happening is that you know people have so much choice now; they can choose what their news sources are, they can choose what influencers they want to follow, um, and and they can try to seal out anything that helps them question that. And I think that gets to a a really core issue uh, with how our freedoms as Americans and and the way we have treated press freedom in in the past is being abused by these actors Um, in that we have given a lot of Leeway, uh, both in the traditional media and on social media, to people to have a very broad range of political views. And it is now in the great economic interest of those individuals to become more and more radical. And I think that one of the places you can see this is on the the fact that you now have competitors to Fox News on their right OANN and Newsmax, which are carried by all the major cable networks, um, who are trying to now outflank Fox on the right because the moment Fox introduced any kind of realism into their reporting, immediately a bunch of people chose to put themselves into a sealed ecosystem. And they can do that both on cable, they can do it online. Um, and that becomes a, a huge challenge of figuring out how do you bring those people back into the mainstream of fact-based reporting and try to get us all back into the, the same consensual reality.
0: All right, so so the, f- the first thing is this is mind boggling in that this is taking place on CNN, which pu- pushed Russia collusion for four years which, which misreport, misreported, misrepresented so much of the BLM, Antifa, rioting, et cetera, which has peddled every kind of anti-Trump rhetoric for years, as far off from truth as it could be in case after case. you talk talking about bias. you you you're talking about bias. you you about CNN calling out others for bias, or a segment on CNN calling out others for bias, and how do you get people back to fact-paced reporting? Give me a break at least say we are biased on the left. We believe Fox has been biased on the right. We're biased on the left. At least say that, okay? Everything you get from me is obviously through the lens of being a follower of Yeshua, a follower of Jesus, Bible-based, Messianic Jewish, believer in Jesus, holding to the inspiration of Scripture. Yeah, so I'm doing my best to filter everything. I'm doing my best to to speak truthfully and to analyze both points of view, but you know who I am, right? I'm not saying we are now your new news network. You're getting commentary from me. Just like if you watch Rachel Maddow, you watch, or listen to Rush Limbaugh, whoever, you're, you're getting commentary. Well, CNN's doing the same thing, but within their own bubble, they think they're just giving the truth and Fox and all these are putting out lies. but now you have One America News Network and, and Newsmax, and they're to the right of Fox. Now we have a big problem. Because the major cable networks are letting this get out, so something has to be done. Those other viewpoints are too dangerous and must be suppressed. He has more to say. Let's listen.
3: Can you? Is that possible? seems like that's an open question. It's hard. I mean... I think we gotta do a couple things. One, there needs to be an intentional work by the social media companies collaborating together to work on violent extremism in the same way they worked on ISIS. When I started at Facebook in 2015, the number one challenge from a content perspective was the abuse of social media by the Islamic State. Um, And there was a a collaboration between the tech companies and between the tech companies and law enforcement to make it impossible for them to use the internet to recruit and radicalize mostly young Muslim men at the time around the world now we're talking about domestic audience in the United States. And the challenge is going to be partially that you know, ISIS did not have a domestic constituency in the United States Congress. But there is over half of the Republicans in Congress voted to overturn the election. Um, And there will be a continual political pressure on the the companies to not take it seriously. So I think first, you have Mm. to focus on those violent extremists and those companies have to be brave in that way. And second, we have to turn down the capability of these conservative influencers to reach these huge audiences. There are are people on YouTube, for example, that have a a larger audience than daytime CNN. And they are extremely radical and pushing extremely Uh, Radical views, and so it's up to the Facebooks and YouTubes, in particular, to think about whether or not they want to be effectively cable networks for disinformation. And then we're going to have to figure out the OANN and Newsmax problem. You know that these companies have freedom of speech, but I'm not sure we need Verizon, AT and T, Comcast, and such to be bringing them into tens of millions of homes. Um, This is you know allowing people to seek out information if they really want to, but not pushing it into their faces. I think is where we're going to have to go here.
0: I mean, this is, this is really dangerous. This is really, really dangerous stuff. You say, Dr. Brown, that's why I voted for Trump. Yeah, that's one reason I voted for him as well. We, we understand that. Trust me, I've been fighting the censorship thing for years and years and years. We've been pushing back against this for years and years before some even knew it was going on. Look, just in terms of gay activism, I've been saying since 2004, those who came out of the closet want to put us in the closet, okay? Not every gay person, but activists that want to suppress our views. So yeah, I'm, I'm quite aware this is where it's leading. I've, I've got a major book I'm writing just on the issue of the attempt to silence our viewpoint. Okay. This is where it's going. If you are a conservative, if, if you hold to biblical principles, if you question just as you analyze things, if you question whether there was election for what no, no, you, you are now being compared to ISIS or the news outlets that, that you might go to are being compared to ISIS. And it's one thing that these viewpoints can be out there, but social media shouldn't be making them available. Do you see where this is going? Do you see how un-American this is? Do you see why people talk about it being a, a socialist type of mentality or, or state taking over and tell them that you can hear and not hear. This is really, really dangerous stuff. Want to know how far it goes? Look at this headline, Washington Post, just from today. So I wrote the article last night about, about the, the left uh, seeking to silence competing views. L- look at this headline, Washington Post. Trump couldn't have incited sedition without the help of Fox News. So now something has to be done about Fox News. Because Trump couldn't have incited sedition without the help of Fox News. All right. A few things. On the day of the storm of the Capitol, I laid the blame squarely at the feet of Donald Trump. Why? Because for four years, his rhetoric, which was legal, there was no illegal speech. Okay, don't believe he should have been banned from Twitter. It was legal, but I believe irresponsible and paved the way for a mentality where people are now worked up to a point that some fanatics stormed the Capitol. Okay, so I laid that at his feet. To me, it was not illegal speech. It shouldn't have been banned. Ultimately, he should have been banned from, from social media. But it was irresponsible rhetoric, especially for a president. I said that. At the same time, those who really believed that there was election fraud and wanted to investigate it, what are you, you're, not gonna, you're not allowed to talk about that? You're not allowed to raise those issues? Those who have concerns about the direction that the Biden administration could be going or how much the radical left has, has taken over the Democratic Party, they can't raise their view. Of course, things have to be raised, but in a way where you realize you have crazies out there and, and you're, you have to speak in such a way that you make clear we're not talking about violentness, We're not talking about you, you, you make it clear from day one And and then you don't demonize people on the other side, because that's the other thing. Each side so demonizes the other that it's like if if one's in power, they have the most extreme views of what's going to happen that are exaggerated and unhelpful. So there's a way to raise concerns that's responsible. And that hasn't been done on the left or on the right. Uh, even the comment that, that over half of Republicans voted to overturn the election, another that's misstatement. Some are being fact-based, and he speaks a falsehood on CNN. Friends, there is a real effort to silence our views. I'm going to go back a few years and, and, and share some history here, but I want to get to your calls. I'm going to take a few calls and then continue on the subject and then talk about how we respond. To me, this is a great opportunity to wake us up and to get us speaking even more boldly, more clearly. I believe we will if we respond rightly.
4: God of light, hear our cry.
0: fire.
1: It's the Line of Fire with your host, Dr. Michael Brown, your voice of moral, cultural, and spiritual revolution. Here again is Dr. Michael Brown.
0: Thanks, friends, for joining us on the Line of Fire, 866 348. 7884 is the number to call. I do want to dig in deeper and into different ways that the left is trying to censor our ideas. We have it on college campuses. We have it in places of business. We've had it in gay activist circles for years. It's just becoming more and more widespread. And the excuse now is the storming of the Capitol. So the fact that you had dangerous fanatics storming the Capitol, therefore means if you voted for Donald Trump, you are a dangerous fanatic. That's that's what it's come to now. If you voted for Donald Trump, you are a a white supremacist. If if you voted for Donald Trump, you are also a violent insurrectionist. And therefore, your views must be suppressed. One quote, then I'm going to go to some calls and then dig into a little history here. So Katie Couric was on Bill Maher's show. Obviously, Bill Maher is going to be quite far to the left. But then often we'll we'll say something that's kind of a sober comment. You know, I don't watch it, but we'll see quotes where I'll agree or I'll think he's being fair. And and obviously in his mind he's he's looking at things fairly. These are the conclusions that he came to. But Katie Couric is looking at what happened with the stormy of the Capitol and then broader issues about people voting for Trump and then being in. in Quote a cult of Trump, which I believe there are people that looked him in a cult-like way, and I've even written an article to lay out. Okay, here's how to examine it. Here's how to search your life to see if if you've fallen into this. And, and we can do that with ideologies and with people. But look at what Katie Couric said. All right, she said, "I, I mean, it's really bizarre, isn't it? When you think about how many, uh, how AWOL so many of these members of Congress have gotten. But I also think some of them are believing the garbage that they're being fed 24/7 on the internet by their constituents." And that they've gone to this big line, the question is, how are we going to really almost deprogram these people who have signed up for the cult of Trump? How are we really going to almost deprogram these people who have signed up for the cult of Trump? Okay, so I do believe, as I said, that there are people who've looked to him in a cult-like way. One way you know it is the moment you raise their allegiance to him, they flip. I mean, they... It's like you hit a nerve, you just make a casual comment. Another way is that, is that they compromise their ethics and change their standards based on, based on their, well, he's the man, we got to fight for him. So their values have changed. But another way is that he's the only source of truth, that Mike Pence is a good guy today. No, bad guy now. Bad guy because Trump said, Bill Barr, good guy. No, 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 bad guy now. We can really trust Amy Coney Barrett's Supreme Court. No, no, bad, compromised. That's another sign. On the flip side, on the flip side, trust me, trust me. In the eyes of the left, the vast majority of us, if not all of us who voted for him, are in their minds part of the cult of Trump. And we need to be, quote, deprogrammed. I mean, this is where things are at. And and you, you better believe that if you just, Capitulate a little here, appease a little here, bend a little here, bow a little there. That you'll you'll see where this goes, friends. Like the old Winston Churchill quote, or quote uh, attributed to him. I don't have the exact wording because there's are bending the exact wording, but basically, that appeasement is like feeding a crocodile and hoping that it doesn't eat you until the end. <clears throat> 866-30. For truth. All right, let's go to the phones and we'll start in Louisville, Kentucky. Brian, welcome to the line of fire.
4: Thanks for having me on, Dr. Brown. Um, I'm just, okay, looking at this, you and I uh, share two things. I'm a Christian of Jewish descent, so I'm trying to look at it exactly from your point of view and the best point of view. But you look at some, yes, there are scary things on the left, and you've mentioned the censoring, but on the right, some really disturbing conspiracies when you talk about Stop the Steal and QAnon. I think the right, even looking at it from a purely evangelical point of view, is more dangerous. And we need to start considering the possibility that Trump could be the Antichrist. Because to me, he's leading the right down and the Zuckerberg types are helping with these wild conspiracies. It's going to be that the right hurts us a lot more than the left and Trump could be an Antichrist a lot more than anybody on the left. All right,
0: so so here's, here's... Let me agree and disagree. I agree that the level of conspiratorial stuff believed on the right scares me more than some of the lies believed on the left at the moment, the way things have shifted, and and the denial of reality as it unfolds in front of their eyes. Look, I'm getting people, as, as of last night and this morning, sending me links as to what's going to happen, and you'll be amazed, and the smoking gun, and this has been revealed. And, and some of these are... You know, in the past, solid people. So the level of deception that's out there, the extent to which the QAnon deception has spread, is really, really dangerous. But I feel like you undercut your case by saying that Trump could be the Antichrist, be, because in in point of fact, uh, many eyes are going to be open after the 20th, and if Trump actually went the next step of demanding worship, uh, and and you could. I believe that many eyes would be open along the way. I would say this, though. This is a—so here's where I want to reaffirm a larger point, okay, and, and, and emphasize that, sir, is that— and I've talked with people about this for, for some time now. What we have seen happen is an indication of just how deceived we could be with an Antichrist figure one day. In other <clears throat> words, in other words— here, one of my friends, a never Trumper, lifelong Republican but never Trumper, said to me, Look at the way people are following him and so distraught that he's not getting in another term and and put all their eggs in his basket despite all of his failings and 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 and, and flaws. What if he had worked a miracle? What if the story got out, you know, someone came with a dying child and and you know, he just touched them and they were healed. In other words, he has not work that he signs wonders in that regard. So you think, yikes, if we could be this deceived. So I would look at it as a very dangerous warning. I I would Mm. say if so many could put so much trust in a person that they are now walking in complete delusion, believing things that if you told them a few years ago they never ever would have believed, what makes them think that they would not fall for an Antichrist figure? If this strong arm, this one, could... Be the one that, take, you know, that, that look, Hitler was the one. He was standing for morality, and he was going to help national economy and, and restore Germany's mm-hmm. dignity. And, and, and because German Germany, since the Reformation, this is a Christian nation and so on, as, as much as he was anti-Christian in reality, he used a, 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 a national Christianity to push his agenda, right? So who knows what we'd fall for? So this must be a wake-up call. So Yeah. So look at it. Don't don't make the statement that Trump could be the antichrist because now you sound like you're believing a conspiracy <laughs> theory, but rather say this, this shows us how we could believe something like this and, and pray. Let's really pray because there, there are good people, God loving people, sincere people who are deeply deluded now. Yeah. Yeah. So, hey, thank you for the call, Brian. I, I do appreciate it. And, and look, I, I could not let the comments on CNN just go by. And the growing attempt to censor and silence so look senator Josh Hawley you may agree with what he did or not did or what had wisdom or not on January 6th obviously he was not directly calling for an armed insurrection but in his mind the the electoral results had to be questioned and that was the only fair and right thing to do okay so he had a book coming out with Simon & Schuster giant New York based publisher on the tyranny of big tech okay so big tech trying to censor and silence us there's a whole book coming out on that. And after the events of January 6th, Simon & Schuster said, but I'm publishing it. They dropped it. Now Regnery has picked it up, the largest conservative publisher. They've picked it up, which I, I, I figured was going to happen. I figured it was going to be picked up. I figured they'd pick it up. It's probably going to sell 10 times more copies now than it would have anyway. That's part of how we push back against the cancel culture, that we look for other ways to get our message out and believe the message will get out even more loudly. But that being said, yes, my greater focus these days has been on the deception that is attacking uh, our side. All right, uh, let's go to... All right, this is a real place, huh? Bob, in truth or consequence, New Mexico. The, I'm sure you're asked that a trillion times, but this actually exists, huh?
4: It's actually a real place, yes. That's exactly the response that I get from everybody.
0: Yeah, so sorry to push you through it yet again, uh, but I had to, <laughs> I, 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 I had to. Hey, uh, what's the population?
4: Um, I, I want to say about eight thousand, maybe five thousand, eight thousand. Okay,
0: got it. All right, to your call, please.
4: Um, no, it's just been a really challenging uh, season, especially with the, um, you know, the Trump prophecies and stuff. I mean, I was all in, and then, um, you know, the six rolled around. Of course, I, I, you know, lean on you for um, input uh, I've been a charismatic. I wasn't raised in a Christian home, you know, got saved in a charismatic church and I believe in the gifts of the spirit, but I've seen a lot of abuses. And I think it's awesome that you point out and really bring a healthy balance. You know, the, the, uh, playing with Holy fire and stuff. I haven't had a chance to read it. Um, but you know, just different things that you've, uh, spoke out of it and stuff. Try not to ramble too much. Um, But, you know, I've seen a lot of abuses, and so I try not to swing the pendulum completely the other direction and just run from charismatic circles uh, out of frustration. Um, So I'm just really trying to answer some questions. But as a church, we're still really, you know, still just like, no, it's going to happen. And then I was watching your, you know, Who or What is a False Prophet uh, video just a little while ago, and then this one, you started talking right now. So like, you know, I'm going to call in and ask him. You did the Robin Bullock. Yeah, you think you, you did the Robin Bullock uh, uh, clip at the end, and he had actually told my pastor in person, he got it on video, the exact same words, pretty much, I'm not going to apologize for what God said, for God's word. And then you brought the clarity of saying, wait a minute, the Bible is God's word. Um, You know, this is a prophecy that needs to be tested. And so that's a horrible approach. And so my challenge is, is that I go to a church where literally that guy said the exact same thing to my pastor. And and I'm, I'm just in this challenging place where I'm like, how in the world do I bring this stuff up when I don't feel like I might not be received well? Or I need to make sure that I bring it in a, in a godly fashion. Right. I mean, this is a, somebody that I've served under for, I mean, pushing, I don't know, 17 years or something. And yeah, A man of God, you know, a man yeah, of God. So let, yeah, so awesome. let, uh, let, let me jump
0: in uh, just because we've got a break coming up. I'll, I'll probably have to finish on the other side of the break. Uh, this, this is a situation where you've got fine people Who've really been deluded and, and now to the point of, of believing fantasy, you know, that there'll be two presidents, so, you know, Biden, the legitimate president, and Trump, the real president. and He's God's president. And he's going to continue as president in these next years, and then everything's going to turn in a, in a few months and, and things like that. So the whole thing is going to come down to how your pastor responds. That's going to be the big thing. 17 years is a long time, and and even if he responds wrongly, it's not your job to try to hurt him or divide the church or anything like that. But the whole thing is gonna come down to how he responds. Does he have a recognition of the degree of error that he's fallen into, or if he embraces this false word, does he have an understanding, is there true repentance? Is there a desire to figure out how he got wrong and went wrong and then move forward? With that, you you can work. All right, more to say on the other side of the break.
1: It's the Line of Fire with your host, activist, author, international speaker, and theologian, Dr. Michael Brown. Your voice of moral, cultural, and spiritual revolution. Get into the Line of Fire now by calling 866-34-TRUTH. Here again is Dr. Michael Brown. Thanks, friends, for joining us.
0: Okay, before I get back to Bob and Truth or Consequence, New Mexico, a couple of quick announcements. I, I'm not going to be able to get into more depth in the article that I wrote about how the left is trying to censor our views. It's up on the askdrbrown.org website, askdrbrown.org. It'll be up on the stream.org website later today, and it's probably posted elsewhere. Check it out. And, and note that already back in 2012, so... Nine years ago, that GLAD, which was originally the Gay and Le- Lesbian Alliance Against Defamation, now just is called GLAD, but I renamed it the Gay and Lesbian Alliance Against Disagreement. All, all the way back in 2012, when they launched their so-called commentator accountability project, which had as its goal to keep people like me off the air, I was one of the 36 listed: Chuck Colson, Jim Daly, Tony Perkins, others better-known national leaders. Uh, that that were on that list along with me don't have people like me on the air to give our viewpoints because it will poison what people are thinking so there has been this effort for many years now from different quarters it's just intensifying now and again the storming of the Capitol is the left's excuse to even more aggressively try to shut us up so be sure to read and share the article also 25 minutes from now, so 4.15 Eastern time, we'll be right back on the Ask Darchibon YouTube channel for our weekly Q&A chat. Once more, I want to give a personal invitation to those who differ with me, to those who believe I'm wrong uh, about Trump either way, believe I'm wrong about the prophecies either way, believe I've somehow caved or capitulated or whatever. Please, I, I want to give you a personal invitation since I've opened up phone lines many times and don't get calls hardly ever, ever, ever from those who will blast me on social media and tell me what an idiot, jerk, fraud, servant of Satan I am. I say, hey, hey, give me a call. Let's talk. Don't do it. So if you're not willing to make the call, then join us in the YouTube chat. You could use some anonymous screen name, whatever. And you could, you could tell me why you're different. I want to hear from you. All right. I want to hear from you. Show some integrity and give me the opportunity to respond directly. Maybe I can help you see something you are missing. Okay. So, Back to Bob and Truth or Consequence, uh, New Mexico. It it is ironic, of course, to be having this conversation when that's the name of the place you live in. Because uh there are consequences to us going from the truth. So there are a few things. Number one, I don't for a moment discount Gift of Prophecy, Prophetic Ministry today, despite the mass deception that we're seeing right now. I don't discount it for a split second because to me... It's clearly biblical until the end of the age, until Jesus returns. Late 70s, early 80s, I tried to deny the gifts and power of the Spirit, but the Word was just too clear on the time of intellectual and theological pride. I really tried to deny those things. The Word was too clear, so that's, that's not an option for me to deny Scripture. That's one thing. The second thing is, I'm an eyewitness to extraordinary prophetic ministry, personal prophecy, different things like that, some things that I've received directly, others... Friends have, some have come through me. So I know the reality of the Holy Spirit speaking and working. To me, the big, big issues are, one, that we've got this whole, quote, prophetic movement thing, with prophets just bringing their words to the whole body, not filtered through the rest of the church, not filtered through leadership, and mainly being predictors of the future, which is not the main purpose of New Testament prophecy, or prophecy in general, just to be predicting the future for information's sake. So I believe a big issue has been people are out of their lane. You know, it'd be like taking a bowling ball and throwing it at someone with a baseball bat playing baseball. You know, you kind of break the bat or bust somebody's head. It's not that the bowling ball is bad. It's not in the right place. So to me, there needs to be massive reformation in in, in the charismatic church in terms of, quote, the prophetic movement. The other thing is that for sure, some, I can't say all, can't say many God knows the number some definitely got caught up in a partisan political spirit and that then colored their prophecies and then they became more entrenched rather than humbling themselves as others did who realized they prophesied wrongly like Jeremiah Johnson like Chris Vallotton like Lawrence Sanford like Sean Bolts and like others will in the days ahead they've entrenched themselves even further which is now revealing what's really in their hearts so we're gonna find out who's who we're gonna find out who has integrity who's walking in the fear of God, who's walking in truth, and who is not based on their response. And that's what you have to really see. If your pastor is going to go on delusionally or downplay this or, or support something untrue, then you have to sit down and have a real heart-to-heart conversation. If it means having to find another home, uh, spiritually, a place to serve, and it's hard after 17 years, and you may not have dozens of options, but you'll, you'll have to do that because this is, this is a big one. This is a big one. If he's going to go on perpetuating this or not, renounce those words and say, hey, I was in error. And, 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 then, and then be there to help him as a servant. And say, hey, can we process this? Or do you have a team of others that you're accountable to that can help process this to find out how you fell into such error and then how we can avoid it in the future? And, of course, our non-charismatic friends will say that's easy. Just forget about this and stay with the Bible. I say if we start with the Bible and found everything there, we won't fall into these other areas. So that's that's my counsel to you, sir.
4: Thank you. I appreciate it.
0: You are very, very welcome. 866-34-TRUTH. All right, we won't go there. Uh, let us go to Allie and Standpoint, Idaho. Welcome to the line of fire.
1: Hi, Dr. Brown. Hey. Um, I just wanted to say... Um, just back to the conversation about Trump and about some of his followers and how there's a bit of brainwashing going on. Um, I think that the biggest issue is that uh, we're trusting man and not God in that aspect and that we're looking to these humans who are leaders instead of to God being our leader. And I think that's just so easy to do because we're told, well, there's someone in charge. There's someone, you know, you need to follow and we sometimes don't
0: give it a second thought. Yeah, you know, here's here's the thing, Allie. I agree with you, hundred percent. When I've said similar things, people would say, "No, no, we know Trump's just a man. We're not looking to him. We're looking to God. We believe God raised him up." Right. In, in, in other words, no one is going to say Donald Trump is my savior, or Donald Trump mm-hmm. is my deliverer, yeah. or Donald Trump is the hope of my life. Obviously, however. Uh, idolatry is always more subtle than that. You know, look, I've, I've been mm-hmm. to India uh, almost 30 times, and you could talk to a Hindu, and they have very sophisticated spiritual beliefs, you know, and it's not just we believe in many different gods, and that statue over there of that monkey god is actually a god. No, no, it's a manifestation, and the deity, and the god. In, in other words, it's all very subtle, but God calls it polytheism and idolatry. And it's right. it's just like when Israel wanted a king, God said I was supposed to be your king. So he did he did raise up a king for them, but ultimately it it did not lead them into greater worship of God. It, it led them into mistake and error, and then and then they had mm-hmm. to suffer because of bad kings. So what we have to do is is try to diagnose the problem so the person can recognize it. You know what I'm saying? In, in, I totally words,
1: understand. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Find you know Nancy and I. We're talking and she said look when you talk about idolatry people looking at trump in an idolatrous way of course they're going to say they don't and i said yeah mm-hmm. so we kept talking about it what are other words to find that would say it but when i would say the other words people would deny that as well you realize <laughs> okay this so so somehow we just have to keep praying you know it's just like for all of us we all have our blind spots and we, we are Absolutely. blind to our blind spots until they really get pointed out. And then, look, to this day when I drive, I have a, a blind spot, you blind. know, in a certain part of the car, right? That's why I rely on, uh, you know, the, the technology of the car to beep. But always you look mm-hmm. because, you know, you have a blind yeah. spot. So in other words, it does, the blind spot doesn't go away. You just compensate for it. So whatever yeah. it is, the blind spot that allows for this idolatrous looking to Trump without it being recognized, we have to point that out. And then know, hey, that might be my tendency. I might always do that. Therefore, here's how I safeguard against it. Hey, I I appreciate the call. Thank you so much. Uh, All right, let us go to Scott. And We won't go there. Uh, All right, let's go to David in Waldorf, Maryland. Welcome to the Line of Fire.
5: Uh, How are you doing, Dr. Brown? Doing well, Um, thank you. I've I've been a listener of yours for a long time. I have a number of your books. Uh, I really like the uh, Jezebel spirit, um, simply because, obviously, because of the, the abortion issue that we have here in this country. Ah, so, hey, wow. just
0: so you don't get misquoted, you you like the book exposing the Jezebel spirit. You hate the Jezebel spirit. Hey, I no, just try to protect you. That right, right. So, uh, hey, Amen. It's it's such that. an issue. Thank you for the kind words. Yeah, go ahead, sir.
5: So so this is uh, my question here. Now, you know, the scripture lets us know what's been done before will ultimately happen again. Yeah. Um and um when I look at some of the similarities between uh what happened, let's say in Germany, and the ultimate censorship that happened there, uh the the ending up of taking away uh their weapons basically gave a, you know, a particular leader Hitler at this point, the opportunity to do all the, uh, unevil things that, um, he could do. And so, uh, looking at some of those similarities here, even what you pointed out earlier about what they're looking to do to censorship. So, um, they're coming after Trump supporters. I think ultimately they'll end up coming after, after uh, after the, the, the church as well.
0: Yeah, D- David, tell you what, so I gotta jump in, only because I have 15 seconds before the show's over. So let, let's talk about this more on another call, all right? But let's not let it get anywhere near that. In other words, we have rights, we have platforms, we have outlets, let us speak the truth in love and wisdom without holding back, day and night, let us shout louder. Because I believe there are enough freedom loving Americans to do that, that we will not see the type of suppression and oppression and ultimately horrors that happen in Nazi Germany. Let us speak the truth more boldly now.